Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. It's con! It's con! Look at this thing! It's huh. got the knobs! It's got the... Oh, no, it got the juice! <laughs> it's got the juice! Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and Emily tries her hardest with the time she is given to fact-check what she thinks needs to be fact-checked. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Ballinger, and this is the other host... Emily Brostaff. And that is all I have to say. My job's over. Emily? (laughs) (laughs) It's like 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) Nope. It's 9.16 a.m. I'm not awake yet. I have to leave for a bachelorette weekend in an hour and 44 minutes, and I'm not packed or showered. Hi, Daisy. Okay, come here. Come Um, on. Today joining us is not Blaze. It is Emily's dog, Daisy, because if she's... In her crate while we record, she whines, and she had to be here today, so she's going to join us. There it is. And we have a velociraptor. Hi. Okay. What a princess. She's a little pretty princess. You shed so much. Yeah, and I brush her with the Furbo, like, at least twice Furbo. a week. Uh, not the Furbo. What's it called? Furminator. Furminator. <laughs> All <laughs> right. You, you imagine I just take the giant Furbo and rub Dog it down her body? Camera. Yeah. Um, what do you got for us this week, Emily? Okay, so we obviously have to talk about Gabby Hanna. Okay, I only know a tidbit. A little tidbit. Okay, so she... Uh, on the day that we're filming this, we have to film this early. Are we explaining that? Yeah, so we're filming... We usually film on Sundays, but we're filming on a Friday morning because I have to go to a bachelorette weekend, um, and we won't be able to record Friday. So when you hear this Monday, this is all the info we have as of Friday morning. Right, exactly. Yeah, and there's definitely going to be a lot more that's going to come out by Monday. Okay. But if you're, like, lost or you're still behind, let, me, let, can, us, let us catch you up. Can you get, yeah, give us a, little, a, a recap or a summary of what's been going down. Yeah, so um, at the time that we're filming this, starting about two days ago, she um, began kind of manically posting on TikTok and not manically in like a derogatory way like genuinely myself and a lot of people on the internet we're obviously not doctors and not psychologists so we can't make a formal diagnosis but it seems as though she's going through a manic episode I haven't seen a single video Um, I don't know what's going on yeah so in 24 hours oh Rachel's adjusting the camera so you can see little Dill sorry it was just like there's so much headspace I hate that oh I thought you were just trying to superstar I mean yeah I wanted to see your dog more (laughs) Um, yeah, so Gabby has claimed in the past that she has anxiety and depression. I think she said she has BPD and then she got, she said she got diagnosed with bipolar. So if if she's like not taking her medication properly or she stopped taking her medication or even sometimes medication just stops working and you know, you need to figure that out with your psychiatrist. It seems as though that this is a very like classic manic episode. Um, because in just 24 hours, she posted over 100 TikToks. Um, get that money girl (laughs) literally yeah I mean I obviously like this is a very serious situation and it's really sad to watch her go through this because like she doesn't have any family here they're all back in Pennsylvania so like they're they can't really help her I didn't know she was from Pennsylvania yeah uh, Pittsburgh oh cool right um and like 
she has said um, that she's had two wellness checks happen to her in the past like 24, 48 hours, but like no one's taking her in. No one's like in what's it called involuntarily like did not detaining what's it called like when you're having like 5150 yeah pretty much yeah okay. when you're having like a psychotic break if you're a threat to yourself or others then like legally I guess people yeah. can take you in for a psychiatric hold and no one's done that yet and like so it's very sad to watch her go through this because clearly this is more than just like an internet like attention grab like yeah. this is literally she's having a psychotic break okay um and so what's well, that it's really sad um and it's not like she's just posting like tiktok trends or like cute little videos of like her talking like she literally posted a video where she was claiming to be jesus like not as she didn't say she was jesus christ but she was basically saying she is exactly like him she's like i am the second coming i'm here to save everyone she claimed that she went to heaven and that she saw heaven she claimed that she created a hell for people and like this is dead serious because when you're having a manic episode, what you are thinking or what your brain, like what your your sick brain is telling you, you genuinely a thousand percent think it's real. So wow. so she genuinely right now is thinking that she is this like religious figure, this this savior that has come here to help people. So she's posting these videos about life and she's posting about death and she's posting about happiness and about how she's going to save everyone and like. It's, it's just all very disturbing. Um, she keeps talking to herself, um, like referring to herself as like a higher being. She keeps saying that she's, um, what's the word, enlightened. Um, and yeah, oh, and she compared herself to Jesus Christ because she said that she is also radical and Middle Eastern. So I don't know. And then I didn't see the videos because there were so many of them. I literally did not have time to watch them before we recorded. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't I, watch any of them. I watched... A, a decent amount but um i did see on tiktok that some people are saying i cannot confirm because i didn't i didn't have a chance to watch this is allegedly allegedly because um i only got through like maybe 30 of her videos before like one it was starting to affect me because it made yeah. it just made, it's so sad to watch like yeah. she clearly needs help and it's just not happening but also it was just like it was a little too much for me um but some people on tiktok are claiming that she was like talking about how um women of color uh, what she, i don't i don't want to say something and it be wrong but basically she was just stepping way out of line and like saying some borderline racist things and oh, like no. yeah oh no yeah um and then before this what was her tiktok content um, like she was doing a lot of self-promotion. Okay. Um, she's like reading her poetry. She'd sing. She'd do TikTok trends. Okay. She would just, you know, kind of vlog her life. Um, she keeps referring to herself as daddy, like her higher being, like her godlike figure is daddy. Like she'll be, I did watch a video where she was like talking regularly as Gabby. And then she like stumbled over her words. And then she was like, oh, daddy's here. And like, and then in another video, she's like, daddy will teach you how to blah, blah, blah. It's very strange oh and she also claimed that she had superpowers so what superpowers okay she just said superpowers so okay yep yeah, um and then sorry go ahead no i'm just saying like if this is a true like psychotic break it's really sad and i hope that she gets help and right if it's if it was an attention and money grab that's really sad to stoop to that but it sounds more like it's an actual medical issue and i yeah. hope she gets help and I hope she's not offended by people 
wanting her to get help or trying to help her. Yeah, she did have comments on that. Um, Before we get to that, though, I did see a tweet that kind of like put it into words um, exactly kind of what I was thinking. Um, And it said the Gabby Hanna thing is making me realize how many of y'all have zero understanding of mental health beyond depression and anxiety. Mm. And then in quotes, she said, if she wanted help, she would get it. And she said this phrase is irrelevant during a psychotic episode hallucinations you don't think anything is wrong and often refuse help so basically like when you're having these breaks you don't you don't realize something's wrong like you think you were a thousand percent right yeah you think everything's like clicked and you're like oh i understand everything now and you know right yeah i am a higher being and i have superpowers and people need to listen to me right um yeah they're not they're they're not they're not listening to reason because right what is in their head is more it's fact it's fact yeah right and she um she even said at one point to all my bad bees and good witches i really need support right now um they say the hardest part of going crazy is not knowing if you're crazy it's all just words it's all just words and we all speak different languages at different ages and we never took the time to stop and read and understand each other and our history because we're forced to do it in a broke school system that god has given me the answers to fix so it's like even just like dissecting that speech right there. It's like it's so random and pieced together. Like, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it's interesting. But then so all of this was happening, right? This went on for like 24 hours right in the beginning. And then something super weird happened. She had basically like a and I don't use this term lightly, but she genuinely had a crazy fan show up to her house. So in his what? video. Yeah. And he recorded the whole thing. So in his video, um, he rings the doorbell. You can see that she answers it. And he said, hey, like, I'm really lost. Can I use your bathroom? And she was like, yeah, of course. Come on in. Because she's because she's having a mental breakdown. So like her 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 logic and her reason isn't there. So it was this man, maybe like in his early 20s. His name was Nicholas. um, And she just let him into her home. And they ended up posting a bunch of TikToks together. He on his channel ended up posting like he had no followers when this was first happening. And now he's at 46,000 no, so much. I hate this so much. Right. Oh, he was definitely someone that also clearly has mental health issues. But that is not an excuse. No. For him to break in and use her as a fame grab. Because yeah. that, that's exactly what it was. He was claiming later when he got in trouble because eventually he got kicked out. And he was claiming later that he did it to help her. But he what? recorded the whole thing. He put it online. Like they were like dancing and drinking and like like drink, drinking water. I didn't see them drinking any alcohol, but like they were like sharing a water cup and he was filming the inside of her home. And so if you were there to help her, no, truly, like you would not be filming this no. and putting it on TikTok. And like like literally his captions were like, I'm in Gabby Hanna's house right now. Yeah, no, no, you're not helping anyone. You're helping yourself. And that's really gross to take advantage of someone like that. That's right. so beyond disgusting. Right. And now he's like at 47,000 followers. No, everyone unfollow him immediately. That's so disgusting. For sure. Yeah. So. So Gabby was posting, he posted from his point of view and then she was posting from her point of view that was basically like, I had this, this friend come and like show up and like he was lost and we're just hanging out and she was like laughing and having a ball and basically everyone in her comments was like, this is so dangerous. People called the police to do a wellness check on her because like clearly having a man or just like any stranger in your home, especially during a mental breakdown is like what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so it's very unclear how she kind of like woke up to this or like if she read her comments of everyone being like, what are you doing? Or if someone called her or like 
no one really knows what clicked in her head but like literally it was like with a snap of a finger she was posting a video dancing and having fun with him and then the very next video she was like get out of my house and like screaming at him to get out she was like why did you lie to me because I guess she found out that he was actually a fan and not someone that was lost and needed to use her bathroom and so he ended up getting kicked out yeah it was like there's there's so much that happened within 48 hours it's it's bad and then police did show up to do a wellness check but then they deemed that she wasn't you know in danger of hurting herself or others so they ended up just leaving her with a wellness card that basically had a number on it that you know if she needed help she could call it good job right yeah you know props to you um so yeah oh and she said i wanted to read this because it was just quite wow there's so much happening in the right yeah okay yeah so someone said um our sources say medical professionals had a long chat with gabby and determined she didn't pose a threat to herself or anyone else so they allowed her to remain in her home we're told gabby was given resources for the next time she may become upset we were told gabby greeted officers at the door and chatted with them for a few minutes before the officers called for a psychological evaluation team LAPD sources tell us the disturbing videos led to an influx of calls from people worried about Gabby's well-being. So basically, you know, her her manic posting. Also, apparently her neighbors called because she was out in the backyard screaming because she wanted her voice to be heard by everyone on how she was going to save them. Oh, like in a religious way. And her neighbors heard all of this and were like, we're going to call someone. And then obviously with the guy being in her house, other people called. Wow. Um, Yeah. And then she ended up posting after that. She claimed, what'd she claim? I don't want to get this wrong. <clears throat> she claimed that she was cuffed and detained by five op- officers. This is a direct quote. Cuffed and detained by five officers who busted into my home through the back door because I exercised my free speech and religion. Then they sent two psych evaluation specialists who also dragged me off to a hospital, but luckily I'm smart, educated, kind, and brave. Thank you, officers, sincerely, and thank you to everyone who called in with the concern. But they said that they just met her at the door and chatted. Mm-hmm. So okay. we don't know. And then she did address after she kicked the guy out, she addressed it in a TikTok. You know, she said, yesterday, a man came to my door asking for the restroom. I was on the phone with my hometown girly, so I let him in. I had him say his name out loud and pointed it pointed out. It was so lucky my friend got to join us in prayer on the phone i offered him some coffee he didn't drink any he must have realized that he'd be leaving behind his dna luckily he still left me his fingerprints his face and his name i was then cuffed and detained by five officers you know that whole thing um if he was going to attack me so this is a little bit later if he was going to attack me thank you my god for giving me the honor for taking that bullet my faith in you, my Lord, is why I will always show kindness to a stranger because God saves no matter what, even if I die. Hashtag save the world or die trying. I keep trying to tell y'all, believe me or don't, only women come twice. So that's kind of where only women come twice. I don't know. I took it sexually. I, well, she put a winky face after it. So I think, yeah. I'm not sure how that relates to anything else in that sentence, but get into it okay so that's kind of where it stops for now as of the time that we're recording she's still i mean i just got on like five minutes before we're recording and she is still posting and posting and posting and posting and do so. you do you know how like i don't know if this is if there is a time frame how long manic episodes usually last for because i know they're they're episodes so they do end 
Yeah, I mean, if she has true bipolar, and again, I am not a licensed psychologist. I just, you know, have read about it. Yeah. And I was married to a psychologist for three years. Um, manic and depressive episodes normally last one to two weeks. Okay. So you'll be like super high, 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 like, you know, top of the world, having a blast, have the most energy ever for about one to two weeks. And then you'll have a massive crash after that for another yeah. one to two. So, but it's different for everyone. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I hope everything works out for the best. Um, yeah. There's like, okay. Like there's just, it's just, those are the facts of what's going on. Yeah. And let we just see what happens and don't i don't there's no reason to send any hate to no, her at all if is, anyone's thinking this is an attention no. or money thing um it's just sad I just wish her well and it is sad um all right on that let's and don't show up to her house no one show no one like, show up to anyone's house if you think someone's in trouble and you want to help you can call the police like what was done but never show up to someone's house never no. never never no all right with that sadder note, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Do we have anything else on the uh, Oh, we do. news docket? Yes. All right. What do we got? Okay. So the Kardashians be staying in the news. Oh, forever. Forever. God bless Kris Jenner. Um, so Courtney Car- Kardashian and Travis Barker just got in trouble after Courtney posted a series of in quotes aesthetic photos from the inside and outside of a truck stop so she posted um like one of those swiping instagram carousel carousel thank you she posted a carousel post where her and and travis are like posing in like the candy aisle and they're posing like outside like in front of the trucks and they're like posing in front of the freezer section and like honestly I didn't see anything wrong with this. I was just yeah, like, why not? I was like, okay, whatever. But then when I was like reading the comments and seeing the tweets and seeing the controversy, I was like, okay, I, I could kind of see that. So a lot of people, oh, and she, um, she captioned the post truck stop, huh? And, and that was it. Um, so several people on the internet call, <laughs> call huh? huh? I'm buying that, huh? <laughs> um, some people on the internet called them out for being disrespectful to like truckers and truck stop workers. And so someone tweeted, okay, uh, I feel like this is a stretch for a controversy. I'm trying to be open about it because I've when I was on, I've done a lot of bus tours and we stop at truck stops and they're our favorite thing. And we go and we find the funny hats and like we vlog and find our foods and stuff. And it's not like we're making fun of the place. Right. And like we, too, are using that truck stop. We're in a giant tour bus and they have funny things. And yeah. a lot of the stuff there is funny stuff. Like they have right. shot glasses and mugs with funny sayings and t-shirts with funny sayings on them on purpose. I don't think that's quite disrespectful. 
But anyway, continue. Maybe yeah. I'm, think- I'm not thinking outside the box here. Well, someone said um, we, the working class, or are a sideshow to them. Um, it kills me how they legitimately disrespect us so much by doing what they feel non-celebrities do every day and taking pictures to show how normal they're being. I don't think they were trying to be like, look, we're normal. No, I don't think it no. was like, look, I'm grocery shopping. I think they were like, we're at a truck stop. What's up? That's like, kind of what I was thinking. Because I do the same thing and I'm not being like, look, I'm normal or right i'm just like i love freaking love truck stops they're really fun (laughs) right yeah i don't i don't know how i feel about this one but it just you know twitter was on top of that well someone did say this one kind of got me she said this is where my father has to sleep in the back of his semi six nights a week and they're treating it like a zoo taking pictures of the trucks sorry but this makes me angry imagine working at that truck stop and seeing these two come in for a full photo shoot uh in an in it's early in hour eight of your soul sucking 14 hour shift listening to Courtney Kardashian say that this place is literally like so cute I could kind of see that one yeah yeah I mean but you could say that about anything like if you're going to Disneyland and you're the workers or restaurants or like like, yeah I don't um, know how I feel about this one I would say like I could see how some people some truckers who are just trying to do their job or uh, maybe I don't think they were there with a full camera crew I think they literally just stopped at a truck stop and took a few they photos they did have a photographer with them. Eh, well don't they always yeah. but <laughs> if it was like a full-blown photo shoot or whatever but if it was like just lighting set up yeah but stuff. if it was just like they were stopping and they're like let's take a couple pictures yeah I think that's kind of what it was I don't know I don't, like yeah. I can see how it can be um annoying and like I totally get that. I don't think it was news controversy, like, because they weren't being like, ew, this place is so gross, or like, yeah, we're normal. I think it, they were just like, truck stop. Yeah. Because huh? they're on the road. The huh is confusing to me. Yeah. I'm confused by the huh as well. Right. But I, I, get, I get that if you're a trucker and they were like maybe obstructing your job because they were having their fun little photo shoot, that's like yeah. rude of them. Um, and I'll, but I guess like don't pick, take pictures of people's trucks, maybe. Yeah, but I think they were just more in the background. Yeah, but yeah. Well, and then the like other people in the family got in trouble because the L.A. Times is stirring up some drama. They just Ooh. they just released an article that discloses how much a few of the Kardashians and other celebrities have been exceeding their water limit in the past month, despite uh, yeah yeah yep, California yep, 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 yep. being in one of the worst droughts in history. So two of Kim's properties in Hidden Hills, supposedly, according to LA Times, went over their water limit by 230,000 gallons. And Courtney's two-acre Calabasas home went over by 101,000 ga- uh, gallons. Um, so, yeah. That's, have you seen aerial footage of, like, their houses during the droughts and, like, all of their neighbors' grasses are dead and theirs are, like, bright green? because they water their lawns every day and get astroturf get astroturf or like have uh, a dead grass have or dead grass or like do succulents or like do something yeah do something yeah i feel bad i have like a little patch of grass in my house and i'm like it's literally like 10 feet long i know oh my and God. i'm like my dog's gonna poop yeah <laughs> you're good um and then recently one of the robbers who tied up and and duct taped kim kardashian do you remember this back oh in i 2000? do remember that yeah in 2016 he did an interview with vice where they asked him if he regretted traumatizing kim and he basically said mm, no <laughs> so if you don't know what i'm talking <laughs> about <laughs> what a punk right here's just like what a punk nah 
Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, back in 2016, Kim was held hostage in her hotel, hotel room by 12 masked men who ended up robbing her. And the heist occurred at the Hotel de Portales. Yeah, of course. In France, um, where Kim had been staying for Fashion Week. And they stole roughly $10 million worth of jewelry. And oh, also, this article that I was reading said all of the men were between 60 and 70 years old. Get it. I was like expecting. Okay, Ocean's Eleven. Right. <laughs> circa I, 2030. God, yeah, I, yeah. I was expecting them to be like young men, but no. Um, and after they broke into her room, they tied her up and duct taped her mouth and eyes shut. And they also kidnapped the concierge of the hotel and put him in the room with Kim and also like cuffed him. They, they kept him bound up, too, so he couldn't call the police. And when she was asked about the experience, Kim talked about fearing that she was going to be sexually or yeah, sexually assaulted or murdered, which of would course. be my first thought. Yeah, every, usually every woman's. Yeah. 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 Um, so obviously she's very traumatized from this still. Um, and when she was being held hostage, she obviously, obviously didn't speak French or at least enough to understand what was going on. So she kept begging the concierge who spoke both English and French to tell the robbers like not to kill her. She was like, please tell him I have children, tell them I have children at home. I have a husband. I'm a mom. I have a baby, like yeah. basically begging for her life. So this was like a very traumatic experience for yeah. her. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, and in this article, oh, well, in the interview, they were asking the, the guy that they were interviewing. His name was Eunice Abbas. I don't know if I'm pronoun- pronouncing that correctly. I don't feel like you deserve a correct pronunciation. Yeah, just um, for yourself. They asked him how they pulled it off, and he said they, they monitored her social media for two years planning this. What the? They, they said they watched her every move on social media to figure out her patterns, to figure out what kind of jewelry she had, where she stored it. Like, it was wild, the amount of you know effort that they put into this wow um and he ended up saying so this is Eunice one of the the men he said the jewels were shown on the internet and she and she said that she didn't wear fakes the time she would arrive in France you just have to look at the internet and you knew everything absolutely everything and apparently during the interview this the vice people were saying he showed no remorse and despite admitting that he knew he left Kim traumatized he said that he didn't feel guilty about the heist at all because he said since she was throwing away money I was there to collect it and that was that guilty no I don't care I don't care of course she must have been traumatized I don't doubt it I saw one of her shows where she threw her diamond in the pool in that episode of keeping up with the Kardashians I thought she's got a lot of money this lady doesn't care at all so they were clearly caught. Yeah. This man's, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were caught. And did they all serve jail time? Yeah. Well, this one in particular, this guy, Eunice, he was only in, in prison for, or jail, I'm not sure which, for 22 months. And then he was released for health reasons. Okay. So I don't, all right. okay. Um, and Kim still hasn't really come forward and said anything about his interview, but she did like a tweet um, where it said, oh, uh, someone tweeted, imagine gaslighting a woman into believing the trauma she received was her own fault. Shame on you, Vice News, for even giving them a, the publicity and airtime. And she liked that tweet. Yeah. Why in the world do they do that? Because they wanted the Kim Kardashian headline. Well, of course. Yeah. And um, the Eunice part, like the last part of his interview, he went on to, you know, blame Kim. Um, and said that she should have been a little less showy with her wealth and that uh, and towards people who can't afford it. And he said, I went on the internet and I saw her jewelry. I saw her ring. I saw that she showed it everywhere. We knew this information through her social media. 
So obviously now because Kim learned this, she's being a lot more careful about like mm. posting stuff. So now when she goes somewhere, she doesn't post that she's about to go somewhere. She waits until after she leaves and she posts about it and like doesn't post where she'll be staying. And, like, I mean, I'm not the Kardashians, but I've done that when we're on tour or if I'm traveling or what, I'll wait till I'm like about to leave to post where I yeah, am. Yeah. Um, Like if I'm tagging a place like i i wait till i'm i'm heading out before yeah. i post it especially if i'm only there for tw- 24 hours right yeah. yeah you just gotta be safe i mean again it's like not her fault we're not blaming her at all but like no yeah. that is why you have to be safe is yeah because of these terrible human beings that exist on the planet two years good lord um all anyway, right um we're going to check to see if we have another sponsor for today sponsor sponsor um okay Nick Cannon just announced that he's expecting his ninth baby. Stop it. Um, just stop. Just stop. Nope. Um, he, yeah, I wanted to make sure I got my math right. Technically, it could be his 10th because there is a rumor swirling that one of the, his previous people that he's had a baby, baby with. Mamas. Yeah, I don't know if we're like allowed to say that anymore. Oh, we're not. I don't know. It's I've seen some people just be like, "Ugh, that's like kind of disrespectful," and then I've other people are just like, "No, it's fine." So I don't really know. Oh, my cousin just referred to the dad of her child as her baby daddy, so I thought it was fine still. That's what we call my sister's boyfriend because they're like not married and we don't care at all, but they have a baby together. So we're, I'm always like my sister and their baby daddy, like not in like a disrespectful way. It's no, just yeah, like it's just like how they're connected still. Yeah. So I don't know. Let us know if we're allowed to use that or not. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been rumored that another one of them. You have a little fuzz on your eyelash. Is that what's going on? There with you me? go. Got it. You got it. Um, it's rumored that she's pregnant again. So technically, because he just announced this one, which is his ninth and he's confirmed, it technically could be his tenth. Um, stop giving him children. He doesn't need any more. Stop. Stop it. Stop, stop it. it. The world yeah. is overpopulated and he thinks it's underpopulated. And that is confusing. Science exists. Look at math. Okay. M- math. Um, so that's happening. And then um, in a recent interview, we're switching gears, Harry Styles addressed the allegations of him queerbaiting. Um, so if you don't know what queerbaiting is, uh, the, the dictionary describes it as an attempt to take advantage and capitalize on the appearance or implication of being LGBTQ+ without actually being LGBTQ+. So yeah. it's, it's when a, a cis heteronormative straight person pretends to be part of you know the queer community in order to or like hints at it yeah to get people like one like oh he might be and right or she might be and then they're not they just want that community to be obsessed with them as well right so correct me in the comments if i'm wrong but i i think the accusations came because he dresses very androgynously and he won't talk about his relationships online he never confirms them or denies them there have been so many rumors since what was the original band he was part of one direction yeah there have been so many rumors that he was in a a, you know a a gay relationship with one of the other members um because like during interviews again it's just i can't tell if it's just straight people being like oh look two two bros held hands they must be gay or like i i wasn't very into one direction so i didn't watch it i couldn't tell if it was actually flirty or people just making a big deal about it because it just happens to be two men so I don't, I don't know, but there have been so many rumors circulating for years that he was gay with this other person and he's never addressed it. And so I don't think he's queer baiting. No. I think he is someone who will not 
conform to society norms. He might be bi, he might be straight, he might be gay, and that is not our knowledge to know. Mm-hmm. And he is not, all he does, he outwardly supports the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. And he is not doing anything that says I am gay or I am straight. I know that he was um, not publicly, but it was like because of paparazzi dating Olivia Wilde. I think he still is. I think he still is. Correct. And But he won't confirm it. He won't confirm it because that's yeah, none of our business. Right. And he is someone that is extremely respectful and nice. Like I've never heard anyone who's met him, who's worked with him, have said any negative things about him. Yeah. And he clearly doesn't want his sexuality or her, his relationships to be talked about or be in the public eye. And that's his choice. I truly don't see him as queer baiting. No, um, just because a, a man who maybe is straight wears more androgynous clothing or even that dress he wore for that, that interview. Yeah, who like, cares? who cares? It's clothes. Like, like that's, it's, yeah, I think, I, I think that's kind of sucks that that's, he's been called out for that. Cause he might be bi, Right. And so he might be part of the community and like he doesn't need to come out to anybody. And that no. really does suck. I've I've talked to um a uh, a famous person a male who is gay and he's like it is so hard cuz he was dating someone that was in the closet and they couldn't know and he goes we're like why won't he come out? And they're like it is so hard to be out in the public eye. Mm-hmm. It is so hard and he's like and he's like um he's like it's different like it's just like maybe if I wasn't famous, he'd be okay with coming out. But mm. in the public eye, it is so hard. So maybe he doesn't want to do that. Or maybe he's straight and he's just like re- really just doesn't care. Like he loves wearing whatever mm-hmm. and he's a big ally. So I don't think he's queer baiting. I don't think he would do that also. No. Um, so I hate that these allegations are being made. Um, I feel like that's more for, I don't know. I just I just don't think this is the this is it no well and he did say a few years back because he was asked about his sexuality i mean he's always asked about his sexuality but in this particular interview a few years back he said it's not like i'm sitting on an answer and protecting it and holding it back it's not the case of i'm not telling you because i don't want to tell you it's not oh this is mine and not yours it's literally who cares does that make sense it's just who cares am i sprinkling in nuggets of my sexual ambiguity to try and be more interesting no so he's basically saying, like, mind your own business. Yeah. Like, why do you care? I have a huge knot in my hair. Can we get it? <laughs> She's pulling the knot out of my hair. It was really bothering me. Just rip that sucker right out. Oh. She's being nice. Ah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, yeah. All right. Next. All right. Positive news? Positive moment. Um, okay, so Alzheimer's has officially <gasps> been... You got so excited. I love this. Alzheimer's runs in my family. Me too, yeah. <laughs> it has been reversed in mice after <gasps> scientists at the University of Illinois, Chicago, uh, boosted the formation of new brain cells. Um, I tried my very best to make it through this article. That's fine. Listen, <laughs> I actually had a friend I went to college, not college, high school with, uh, Julia Callender. Um, shout out to her who last time I t- spoke to her like five years ago she w- was a scientist working on Alzheimer's wow and I was like fix it and she goes we're trying she's like the science is out there it's just we're trying to put it together yeah so it's yeah. been something that I'm like been excited about it runs in my family very strongly on, on my mom's side so I really yeah okay 
Yeah, no, it's good. So I'm excited so about this. They, I'm gonna tell you as much as my little pea brain could comprehend. Okay. Their gene therapy fueled new neurons in the hippocampus. So we we do know what the hippocampus is, which is speak for yourself. You were a psychology major. Hippocampus. Oh my god, I only remember what a hippocampus is. It's it's responsible for your memory. It's the section of your brain that holds. Oh, clearly, it. mine sucks. <laughs> It holds and stores your memories. And the only reason I remember that the hippocampus is your memory section of your brain is because if you saw a hippo walking on campus, you'd remember it. Hippocampus. I love that. Thank you. I haven't been in school for 10 years. True. That just what that one stuck with me. The, I, the hippocampus I had to get rid of some stuff to like remember how to upload and edit videos. <laughs> I had to just like, okay, here we go. There you go. So um, yeah, they figured out how to replace neurons or replace something to create new neurons so that your hippocampus can keep functioning properly i'm loving this info yeah so that's happening and so positive moment it's a positive moment um and then in another story six high school football players were on their way to school and they noticed when they were when they were driving to school they noticed a really bad car crash on the side of the road and so as soon as they saw the wreck they noticed that the driver of one of the cars was trapped and she couldn't get out so they all jumped out of the car and their direct quote is we just ran as fast as we could to the lady to check on her and see if she was all right we were seeing she was in pain and she was screaming and asking us to help her so basically these six football players who you know still high schoolers but they were like pretty big ended up prying (gasps) the doors open to pull her out like jaws of lifed it with their bare hands um, and they said the car was totaled and bent badly out of shape. And yeah, they ended up not because they ended up trying to pry open the driver's side door, but then she was still trapped. So then they had to pry open the passenger door and pull her out that way. So it's oh, like they wow. pried open two doors to go and save her. Gosh, darn it. Congrats. They're great. I love them. Good job, yeah. boys. Um, and then our last positive moment. Positive moment. Yeah. Um, a startup is using recycled plastic mm-hmm. to 3D print tiny prefab homes in LA. Love this. So the startup's in Culver City. Love it. And for $25,000, they can produce using recycled plastics, uh, basically a little tiny home. Love this. Yeah. Um, and so the company says it's mostly using recycled plastic water and drinking bottles to create homes that are 90% complete by the time they leave the factory. And this startup says it can build homes 70% faster and 30% cheaper than traditional homes made by construction, like normal construction. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, okay, so I was like really excited about this. I was like, that's really cool and, and cute. And like, we're going to help the homeless population. Hmm. So right <laughs> now. So of course not. <laughs> right? This is supposed to be a positive moment. Well, I, I'm just hopefully it will positively gravitate, gravitate that way. Because right now they're being advertised as like mini um offices and mini gyms but in the article it did say that they're considering using them to help considering considering using them to help okay you know, at them. least we're recycling at least we're recycling at least we're recycling good lord so, okay there you go all right i love those positive moments we have about uh five minutes left if we want to do questions or games uh which one do you want which one's more entertaining mm. well i always like your answers to your questions all right give me some questions okay um, what kid movie completely scarred you? Bambi. Yes. I wasn't allowed to watch it. 
I watched it once and like I closed my eyes and ran out and I never wanted to watch it again. Yeah. Um, I also was always irked out by Ursula and Little Mermaid. Still loved the movie though. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, I think that's oh, Fly Away Home. The car crash in the beginning just got me. It was so tragic. Why were all of our movies traumatizing as children? Because well, one I know that Walt Disney believed that with every laughter there should be a tear. So he wanted his That's movies. toxic. Yeah. <laughs> that is a toxic relationship. Yeah. That is not okay. No. That is a bad thought process. Um, but yeah, um, they just, you know, they had to start sad so that we had a big moment at the end. Okie dokie. Um, Life. Did you ever watch that Disney original and it was called Don't Look Under the Bed? You know, because oh I, I would never look under the bed. It was a horrible. Disney used to be a lawless land back in the day. Yeah. I think Pixar shifted them a bit. Yeah. Uh, don't look under the bed. It was all about how there's a different dimension of. Nope. Don't want to hear about it. Let's continue to the next. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. The next if you've watched it and you remember the kitchen scene. <laughs> I don't want to hear any about any of it. It's a kid's movie. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It was If it's titled Don't Look Under the Bed, I immediately don't want to watch it. You don't even have an under of your bed. Your bed goes all the way to the floor. Yeah, for a reason. <laughs> I always think I was going to own a bed where I could have people hide under it. I always do the run and jump so they can't grab me. Your foot can't hang off the bed, so I'm going to no. get it. Uh-uh. Nope. I have drawers under my bed. <laughs> my God. Uh, okay. What is the weirdest thing someone's ever done in your home? This was an oddly, again, I love these oddly specific questions that I get sent. I don't know. We don't have a particular, uh, my friends are, are weird. I, I mean, no, I have nothing that's like weird. Hmm. I mean, I, maybe we are weird, but it's not weird <laughs> to me. Okay. Uh, what? I don't know. You've been here for some parties. A weird thing. Weird thing. I don't have a specific. Yeah. Uh-uh. I, I mean, so. I've once Abby got into a suitcase and I zipped it up. I, that's, <laughs> but that's not weird. That we were just seeing if she could fit in the suitcase. It's normal. That's okay. Normal. There's, there's been body shots. There's, I don't know. We've played Dirty Django. We've played Buzzed. We've done weird things, but like yeah. none, of them, none of them stick out for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I when I found out my best friend was pregnant, I ordered um 500 of those plastic babies off of Amazon and I hid them all around her house. But then she didn't find them all, and then she moved. <gasps> and so the, the new owners are still finding them. No. Emily. No. My bad. Whoops. Whoopsie. All right. Mm, okay. What mythical creature would improve the world most if they were real? Not a dragon, even no. though those were real. No. Um, wh- I mean, Santa. Okay elves okay like santa's elves <laughs> one toy at a time the tooth fairy who's calling me <gasps> my girlfriend one second hey baby i'm almost done podcasting it's okay love you bye oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> um i have no idea i w- i would go with unicorns they seem stuck up i could see that uh, that's I, I immediately thought unicorns but they seem stuck up they're like little horn. I could just picture them going around and like curing people of diseases or like granting people money. What do pics- aren't pixies actually mean? I've heard that. Yeah. Fairies and pixies. I don't know much about mythical creatures. Hmm. I don't think like <gasps> mermaids because they could tell us if megalodons are still real or not. Wouldn't they get eaten by sharks and stuff? That'd be so sad. 
Well, it's just like dolphins still exist and there are sharks and stuff. I mean, like, I guess they I, would, like, occasionally. I guess, I guess it would be cool to have someone that could, like, speak to all of the sea life <gasps> yeah. and talk to us about yeah. what's going down. And maybe we wouldn't pollute so much. Right, if there were sexy women swimming in the ocean. Yeah, they're like, hey, this plastic is making me feel unsexy. Right. <laughs> Might not want to put it in the ocean. We're like, oh, the, no! The, go- the government would immediately fix our problems. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with mermaids. I think that'd be okay. fun. It would fix our oceans. Yeah. Okay, that's the answer we're sticking with. Okay, If perfect. there are hot women swimming around in little bikinis in the water. We're mo- <laughs> most likely not polluted as much. There'd be a lot more sailors. There would be. Mm-hmm. We do have... Never mind. What? Ah, no. This is not Rachel Uncensored. <laughs> do it family friendly. How would they be able to reproduce with a land human? Well, I figure... The girl's got a coochie, right? <laughs> and there are male mermaids? They're mermaids? Yeah. Merman. Merman. I figure they got a ween. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> We're ending this podcast here and now. I love you guys. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you for the news, Emily, mm-hmm. and the questions. <laughs> Positive moments. I'm Rachel. I, uh, I can't. I'm wow. just thinking about the peen and the ween and the whole of the, the peen and the ween. Uh, I'm Rachel Ballinger. This is Emily Brostaff, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on, and make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Hey, folks, I'm Yen. And I'm Nat. And we're the hosts of Comic Sans, the podcast about comics for those who are sans knowledge. Comic Sans is a show for people who know nothing about comics, like me. And people who love them, like me, and want to learn more about them. What makes you an authority on comic books? I read them, write them, live them, breathe them. What makes you the authority on knowing nothing? Honestly, Yen, two seasons in, I actually know a little more than I used to. You're welcome. The reason for that is that every episode, I make Nat read one of my favorite comics, like Daredevil Saga or This One Summer. And then he tells me what makes that comic so special. And then I hear what Nat thinks, and I try to avoid a pulmonary embolism. While I actively try to give him one. You can listen to the second season of Comic Sans now. With new episodes every two weeks. Wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Yen, I think I know so much about comics now that this might have to be our last season. Nat, there will forever be more comic than you will ever know. What does that even mean? I don't know. It sounds profound, though. Right? Right?